Hi everyone, welcome to Aspire Pre-Med. I'm your host, Dr. V, and if this is your first time joining us, welcome, so glad to have you. This is the podcast serving up inspiration on the path to med school and on the note of inspiration. Today we're going to focus on something that absolutely demands it, and that is the med school personal statement. If you're early on in your pre-med career, stay with me because some of the insights I have for you today are related to things that you could start building now and throughout your pre-med journey. You're going to thank yourself later on, so definitely tune into the whole episode. Now, for those of you in your application year, some of you may be asking, isn't it too early to be thinking about this thing? To which I would reply, no. Honestly, I know everyone's different, but I actually suggest starting to chip away at the personal statement many months in advance. Even if you're a last-minute person who thrives under that pressure, this is one of those things that typically require multiple drafts to be ready for prime time. It's a lot like producing a beautiful work of art. It starts off with some preliminary sketches, you're fleshing out an idea, and then you begin to create this thing that starts to take shape. And often, it goes through a number of iterations before you have that masterpiece. I'm not saying it's impossible to get this done in one fell swoop, but anecdotally, I've just never seen that in any stage. I'm talking med school, residency, fellowship. So consider giving yourself much more time than you think you'll need to work on this. And there's nothing to lose by doing that. Also, an advantage of not waiting to the last minute is that it may be nice to have at least a well-crafted draft of your personal statement to give to your letter writers to read. They should know you well, of course, but this might give them some extra insight into your dream to go to med school. So let's step back for a moment. For AMCAS, which is the electronic platform for the application to most U.S. allopathic med schools, there's a section for the personal statement, or the personal comments essay. Uh, before you even begin, it's important to know what's being asked of you. If you're applying in 2023, look up the 2023 AMCAS Applicant Guide. It's free, it's on the AAMC website, and on it, you'll see what questions you're considering as you're writing your personal comments essay. It says, and I quote, Why have you selected the field of medicine? What motivates you to learn more about medicine? What do you want medical schools to know about you that has not been disclosed in other sections of the application? End quote. And they also mention considering including info about relevant hardships in your life, and there's more. But read this section in full for yourself so you have an understanding of what's being asked. And I think you'll come away with this that what's being asked is almost intentionally ambiguous, and I've actually always viewed that as a good thing, because that really gives you the freedom to tell your unique story about why you want to go to med school. So this seems like an easy ask, right? But the vagueness is kind of what makes it challenging to figure out where to start. Like, have you ever been in a situation in which someone says to you, tell me about yourself, right? Just Tell me about yourself. Sometimes when things are open-ended, there's almost too much to say and we end up saying nothing. So today's episode is going to focus on some things to help overcome that writer's block at different points in your personal statement journey. And we'll talk about how to get those ideas flowing. The first thing I'll suggest is actually going back to a couple of key episodes of the Aspire Pre-Med podcast that focus on things that could help build that framework for something like a personal statement. These are episode 7, The Core Competencies, and episode 4, Your Path, Your Story. So in brief, the core competencies are the unique skills or unique attributes that successful med school applicants demonstrate. 
These are important things to keep in the back of your mind as you're writing. And then in episode four, Your Path, Your Story, we really talk about what will likely be a fundamental part of your essay, which is essentially the narrative of your story. It's basically talking about what brought you to this moment. So if you're looking for inspiration truly and don't know where to begin, these two episodes are a great starting point. Another source of inspiration is, of course, yourself and your experiences. One way to tackle the essay is actually by starting to think about another part of your application, which focuses on your descriptions of your experiences and activities. If over the years you've kept a journal or a spreadsheet of all those clinical and shadowing experiences you've had, this is where it may come in handy. If you're new to the pre-med journey, this is actually a really helpful thing to start doing. With each one of these experiences that you have, jot down a line or two about what was most memorable about it, or how it fits into your dream of becoming a physician. I think I kept index cards, but some people do it on a spreadsheet. Whatever works for you. You'll thank yourself later because it's surprisingly easy to forget these experiences. So if you have done this, take some time with no expectations to just reread everything for the sole purpose of reminiscing. No pressure. And if you haven't done this, going through the exercise now of jotting down what you do remember about your experiences should help you when you're ultimately working on this part of your application later on. But whatever your approach... The point is, take the time to revisit these experiences in your mind. Doing so can help evoke those feelings and find the words to articulate why you want to go to med school. Another source of inspiration, if you don't know where to start, is actually reading examples of sample personal statements of successful applicants. Each one will be unique, and yours should be too, simply because everyone's journey to med school is different. Sometimes reading about someone else's experiences might jog some memories about different things that happened in your life. Also, by the way, sometimes it's helpful just to read a book, any book, something completely non-medical that you enjoy, and just get lost in it for a little while. There's something about experiencing other literary styles that somehow can inspire your own writing. Another helpful approach is to lean on your mentors and advisors. This is helpful not only in that crucial brainstorming stage, but they also may be a great resource to help read through your final drafts. It's very common when you're working on a personal statement and you're on version 17 to say to yourself, I can't look at this thing anymore. I don't know if it's good or bad or what. Having another set of eyes is invaluable and being open to honest feedback is invaluable. When you do get to that point, if you're able, You've earned a break. Sometimes if we've stared at something for too long, inevitably the only way to finish the job in the end will be to put it aside for now. Go for a walk and clear your head. It's restorative. And if you can, at that point, consider even giving yourself a couple of days not to think about your personal statement. You'll find that when you return to it, you're going to approach it with a fresh set of eyes and a renewed perspective. You may even see things that you didn't before. And that's why it's so important to give yourself that cushion of time, because built into that are these really important breaks. The brain needs to be recharged. If that's not enough, and you have to get back to it, sometimes it's helpful to change the environment a little bit. I don't know why this, for me, has always been so therapeutic, but, for example, if you're working on your personal statement at home for the most part, maybe switch it up and work on it in a library or a cafe or outdoors even, also, if you've been typing on your laptop, maybe try spending some time handwriting. I don't know what it is, but for me, that's always triggered different ideas. 
The point is, sometimes changing it up can really get those creative juices going. Finally, it's important always to remember that at the end of the day, another human being is going to be reading your essay. And there's a chance that that same person might have gone through a number of other essays too in that one sitting. Put yourself in that person's shoes. Isn't it possible that an essay that reads like a resume, or an essay that's full of generic platitudes will start to blend in and really not be memorable? And I know some of you are thinking, Dr. V, I want to be a physician, and I'm not trying to get on the New York Times bestseller list. But you're writing for another human being who's going to read your words. Now, I'm not advocating for writing in an unconventional style or focusing on something controversial. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying be memorable by telling your story. That's why the engaging and compelling essays really stand out. And the truth is, you have a unique story to tell. You have a hunger in your heart to go to med school. Put pen to paper and ask yourself, where did that hunger come from and where do you want to take it? I'm going to leave it at that. Don't forget Aspire Pre-Med Episode 4, Your Path, Your Story, and Episode 7, The Core Competencies. Good luck on your writing. You got this. And if you're getting something good out of the Aspire Pre-Med Podcast, spread that positive energy and share an episode with a friend. I'll see you all next time. 